वेलकम बैक टू मिड डे मैटर्स आई एम दर्शन महाराजा योर फ्रेंडली होस्ट विद नवाब सिंह हीर इन स्टूडियो नाउ एंड वी ऑल्सो हैव द यंग एंड एनर्जेटिक अर्पण खन्ना हु इज कैंडिडेट फ्रॉम द कंजर्वेटिव पार्टी फ्रॉम ब्रैम्पटन नॉर्थ इन स्टूडियो राइट नाउ टू बी इन द लाइन ऑफ फायर बेसिकली Welcome, Arpan. Well, thank you so much for having me here today, and I'm excited to be back at Saga 960, and look forward to a great discussion on some of the issues that matter to our region. Right, uh, I'm happy to note that because as I was introducing you, I saw on the TV screen here that uh, the Supreme Court is going to rule on whether the case of Trans Mountain Pipeline can go to court. So they are in court. to figure out if the case can go to court that's the kind of court it's unfortunate it's unfortunate <laughs> but yes that's the course is following right lots of stuff to talk about but uh, let's start with the voter sentiment in your riding right. how, how do you see the voters what are their uppermost concerns well i've been nominated now for over a year now september 2nd was my one year anniversary as a candidate and we've knocked on thousands of doors with the number one campaign in the country for door knocking and i've received some great feedback from the constituents who are Are, there's a lot of issues that are coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, folks are talking about crime, the immigration system, um, but in Brampton in particular, mm-hmm. we're hearing about this resentment that's building, mm-hmm. um, where they're feeling neglected. Mm-hmm. Brampton, you know, our residents are paying taxes; mm-hmm. they're paying their fair share, mm-hmm. but in Ottawa, they're not getting their services they need. Um, we're the fast, second fastest. growing municipality in the country right. um but our actual fair share of funding is not there mm-hmm. and now folks are starting to realize that and they're seeing a lack of services they're seeing that they're being missed for opportunities for investment for for infrastructure projects mm-hmm. um and they're they're tired of seeing politicians come only during election time uh when they need their votes mm-hmm. and their money <laughs> um but they don't see them for the th- the 3 years they're supposed to be in office mm-hmm. um so that's what we're hearing at the doors um it's a very exciting campaign we have a young team and so we're going to work on on tackling some of these challenges now this touches upon the accountability issue and before you came in the studio myself and uh, brigadier were talking about that election time comes the candidates all come out and say we'll do this for you and we'll do that for you and then there is no follow up how do you think this can be fixed I think accountability there's obviously checks and balances in parliament once we've uh, have our elected officials I think even self accountability as an elected official mm-hmm. look you know you're in public service you know it's supposed to be country before everything else right. and you know you're in this business not to uh, you know make money for yourself you're there to make sure you serve the community so I think just looking at what your reason for running is um, people have different intentions of running um, but at the same time making sure that you know we have public records for example the expenses we talked about briefly right. um, we've seen some elected officials you know expense 45 cents for a chewing gum um you know <laughs> and, and that's the stuff that really irritates folks is that right. you're making a very uh decent salary you're More making 175,000 right. i think you know you, it's a tiring job it's not easy it's 7 mm-hmm. days a week mm-hmm. but at the same time mm-hmm. you're making a salary that mm-hmm. you should cover some of these things where you you know you, you're not taking the public purse for granted right. because these are hard earned taxpayer dollars we work our butts off to make this money um so it shouldn't be that you could just recklessly spend so i agree i think accountability is important important every year 
there's, sorry, every every four years there's an election, mm-hmm. and and we have an opportunity mm-hmm. to look at their record, see mm-hmm. what they've done. Did they live up to their expectations? Did they deliver what they said they'd deliver? Mm-hmm. It's very very easy to make big promises at the doors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the easiest things for me to do is if I go to a door and someone says, "Oh, uh, we need more trains," I can easily say, "Yeah, I agree. Let's build more trains. I promise you more trains." Mm-hmm. That's the easy way to do it. Right. But it's not feasible. Right. There has to be a system. Mm-hmm. I could be an advocate for trains. Mm-hmm. I could fight for trains. I could mm-hmm. champion trains, mm-hmm. but if I start promising the moon, the rainbows, the sky, mm-hmm. and it's not achievable, that's what causes problems. So, you know, we have an election coming up. It's a good time for us to reflect mm-hmm. on what the promises were in the last four years mm-hmm. and if they're if they delivered on that. Elected office is probably the only job where uh, before a candidate is uh, hired, there is no list of deliverables. Right. Whereas any other place you go, no matter what position you are uh, getting into, there will be a list of deliverables given, and then there is an annual um, review. Review, yeah, right. At an individual level, because you know you cannot uh, individually fix uh, the thing countrywide. But at an individual level, how would you go about? Uh, bringing that transparency, which was a big promise in 2015 of Justin Trudeau. I was hoping, yeah. Individually, on your, yes. own in, or your own initiative, how would you go about bringing accountability and transparency? Well, there's a few uh, options, obviously. Um, obviously, I always say past behavior predicts future behavior. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've worked in government before. I've worked federally uh, for cabinet ministers. Mm-hmm. I've worked provincially. I've worked municipally. Mm-hmm. So I understand how the insides work and, and uh, you know, what I could deliver. Um, a lot of times people start promising the moon because they don't know what they could do. They don't have an insight of the inside. Okay. Um, whereas I have that experience. So that's why most of my uh, folks that I meet, I tell them, I'm not going to promise you the big things. Mm. What I do promise you is that every single day, you're going to have someone in Ottawa that works 18 to 20 hours a day to make sure we find our uh, our funding, find our, our solutions. Mm. Um, you know, I will be making personal policy announcements mm-hmm. uh, in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't want to reveal it today. Maybe once I announce, I'll come back. Um, but I have to put some thought into that. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. I will be making some policy announcements where I say, look, in my tenure, when I'm elected to serve as your public servant, mm-hmm. I will promise these five things. Mm-hmm. If I don't deliver these five things or you know, if I don't even attempt to deliver these five mm-hmm. things, um, I will not run a second time. Right. Um, again, this is not about Politics should not be about a job. Mm-hmm. Um, you can make money elsewhere. I have a law degree. I can work at a law firm. Right. Um, so I think as a candidate, it's our job. But at the same time, I ask our voters, ask the current MPs that come to your house, mm. what have they done in the past four years? Right. Um, you know, we, we saw what their, their deliver roles were. Mm. We saw what their policy promises were. Mm-hmm. Let's look back at that. Mm. Have they achieved that? Mm-hmm. Um, again, past behavior predicts future behavior. Mm-hmm. If they didn't deliver back then, I guarantee you they won't deliver in the future either. Interesting. So you'll be giving us uh, five uh, to-dos. I think we'll ask you to give it on a affidavit so that we can get around <laughs> catch you. Absolutely. Okay, my question is different. Uh, you see, have, uh, uh, with my experience here in politics, uh, you know, all the politicians and all, my belief is that uh, the politician, a leadership should evolve from a lower rank to upper rank, not suddenly at a mm. you know, MP level. Mm. So he should be a councillor, he should be MPP, or he should be... So then go to that level. Mm. Or a person should be who should have a very good, uh, impeccable, uh, you know, work in a society that right. he's done some very good uh, social work and the whole society look after him. He's yeah. a leader. Now, uh, where, where do Arpan Khanna falls in uh, this? And yeah. how do you see this thing uh, evolving uh, that... 
people's yeah. uh, confidence in your leadership. Absolutely. So for me, you know, running again, running wasn't uh, something I always dreamed of. It was something that came to me uh, last year when I saw some of the needs of my community not being represented. Mm -hmm. The riding I'm running in is the riding I'm born and raised in, and I still live there. Right. It's my home riding. Right. Um, you know, I could easily, a lot of times we see parachute candidates go somewhere else right. um, because they, you know, they want to jump in and, you know, good mm -hmm. for them as well. Mm -hmm. But for me, I decided to run my riding, mm -hmm. um, which is one of the tougher ones because I believe in my community. I've worked in the community, whether it was town halls for, you know, different various city projects. I, at, at a very young age, when I was 18, I used to attend these town halls, give my input, be a part of the community, attend events, attend community engagements. You know, be involved in campaigning. Like I said, I've worked federally for mm -hmm. a senior cabinet minister, right. um, Jason Kenney. Mm -hmm. He was now the premier of Alberta. Right. I've worked on the inside at the federal level. Mm -hmm. I know how bills are passed. I know what happens in committee. I know what to do in caucus. Mm -hmm. I have that experience already. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, mm -hmm. I've worked provincially. I've worked at Queen's Park. Right. I've worked municipally. I have a good relationship with our current mayor, Patrick Brown. Mm -hmm. I was part of his team when he was a provincial leader. Okay. Um, I've been on campaigns with John Tory. Um, so I have this experience mm. working with all levels of government. Okay. Uh, and sometimes I believe you need someone that knows the insides. Because once you get elected, it takes a few years for you to see what happens in parliament. With us, we have that experience. We know the issues. Still live there. I go through them every single day. Mm -hmm. And I always say I'm a little bit selfish because if there's any good good I could bring to my community mm. it's good for my family too um, so that's where I come from and people have seen that they've seen our working team and we need young folks involved in politics as well a lot of times you know we see it's a little bit you know the older side of things once they've already established themselves mm. um, but I also think we need the young energy because there's a lot of issues our youth are facing mm. um, that need to be addressed as well so uh, I'm very blessed that we you know we've worked on the ground I've always been connected to the ground my cell phone is everywhere mm. uh, before I came here I was on a call on mm. with a constituent who just mm. picked up my flyer and called me mm -hmm. you have to be accepted um, so these are the experiences that I've had. I've worked on the inside. I know what's going on. I'm born in the riding. I have a legal background. Um, and, I'm, and, and I'm passionate to be a public servant. I don't forget why I'm running. See, right. that's the main thing. Right. A lot of times people forget when, when they become candidates, mm -hmm. they think they're above everyone. When they become MPs, they feel entitled. You are nothing but a public servant. So right. I know going in what I'm signing up for. Interesting. I think many of them take it, uh, they've taken a job, now let the job go and they'll <laughs> yeah. keep getting their pay. My second question is that, uh, now you, I, I see two challenges for you. I mean, I don't know how you look at it. Mm -hmm. One is that uh, the riding way you're fighting, it is uh, mostly immigrants, new immigrants in mm -hmm. that riding. Mm -hmm. And traditionally, new immigrants, they owe a lot to the, you know, other party, which mm. you are going to be mm. challenge for you. So that is one challenge and how you take it. And second challenge, which is offlet come, it is the Ford factor, they call it. Mm. So how are you going to overcome these two challenges that uh, you make them, you know, convert this uh, uh, to your winning. Absolutely. I think those are both very valid questions. Um, Brampton North, the riding I'm running in, uh, it, it has been conservative. Uh, before this last term, it was held by a conservative MP. Yes. Um, and I always say, look, the yes, we have a huge immigration population, um, but I also look at us as Canadians. We have the same issues, um, same infrastructure problems. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if you're born here or if you've, you know, come, you know, last five years, 10 years, or like my parents in the early 80s, we face the same challenges because we pay taxes. Mm -hmm. You know, we, these are issues that matter to all of us. Mm -hmm. um, and I've built a strong team, a diverse team, mm -hmm. not just in my own community, South Asian community, mm -hmm. but we have folks from the Caribbean community. We mm -hmm. have uh, a lot of folks that are Chinese, Filipino, 
Tamil, mm. who are all joining the campaign because mm. we're united as Canadians. Um, and a lot of times, some of these communities, they have conservative values as well. Right. Um, so we're, you know, we're looking into that. We're tapping into that. We're working as a team. Um, it's a Canadian campaign. We had our launch uh, you know, a few weeks ago, mm. and, and we made sure it had diversity of all faiths, of all groups, of all walks of life. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're a, uh, a security guard like my mom or if you're a business owner or a lawyer. It was everyone's campaign. And mm. people want to see a leader who unites as opposed to divide. So that's why for me in Brampton North, the, the reason why we get a positive uh, response is because we're, we believe in that. We genuinely believe in that and, and it shows. Um, on the Ford factor, you know what? If I knock a hundred doors, one or two are the houses that tell me uh, the Ford. It's it it, it it obviously it's it's recent. Mm-hmm. It's it as you know he was elected last year. Mm-hmm. People are you know some people have questions about his tone and some mm-hmm. of the work he's doing, um, but a lot of people also understand uh, that this is a federal election. Right. Um, and when when I mention Justin Trudeau's name, mm-hmm. a lot of times people's eyes roll or they chuckle or they smile and they have concerns about that. Mm-hmm. So once we get into the official writ period, mm-hmm. the attention goes towards Justin Trudeau's track record. Mm-hmm. And again, I say, look, he had a lot of hope and excitement when he came, but people are now having some buyer's remorse. Um, and obviously, look, it doesn't matter who's in power provincially mm-hmm. or at the city level. Mm-hmm. My job, you know, once I get elected as a federal MP, is to work with all levels. My opponents are now pointing fingers at the provincial guys, saying, oh, look, you know, they're doing this, they're doing that. Mm-hmm. But they've been in power for the last four years. Mm-hmm. So instead of talking about their track record, mm. which has been one of failures, mm. they're now pointing fingers at other governments who were elected last year. So I always believe that it doesn't matter which party you belong to, all levels of government need to come to the table, work as a team, because there's one taxpayer. Right. We all suffer. Right. Let me expand on the challenge that Brigadier uh, outlined for you, which is uh, because there are uh, there is a large uh, component of new Canadians who are now eligible to vote, uh, we find foreign issues, and I call them foreign issues even though I was not born in Canada. Today, I am a Canadian, so for me, anything that goes on outside of Canada is Absolutely. a foreign issue. But they seem to have acquired uh, an exaggerated importance in Canadian politics, which is not a good thing. Uh, there is a whole book one can write on that. But uh, how do you counter that uh, on a one-to-one level? I'm a big believer that Canadians decide Canadian elections. Um, you know, I think we have to, obviously, our foreign policy is important. We have mm-hmm. to make sure that we build relationships with our allies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to come back down to Canadian issues. Canadians should be focused on Canadian issues. Mm-hmm. And that's what we that's the message we take to the doors. Um, and, mo- and most of the times, yeah, there's going to be some of these elements that are going to try and mm-hmm. um, influence. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to make sure that we're ready for that and that we push back. All parties, not just one party, all parties need to push back. Uh, and say, look, this is a Canadian election. Let's focus on Canada. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously, foreign policy plays a big role. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, we're a democratic uh, country that l- looks for trade opportunities, mm-hmm. looks for economic opportunities. Whether it's India, Pakistan, um, you know, even Europe now with the Brexit mm-hmm. stuff going on, mm-hmm. we have to look at that because you know, if we put all our eggs in one basket, like we mm-hmm. saw with NAFTA, right. uh, it's not good for our economy either. Right. So, um, obviously, foreign policy is important, mm-hmm. but foreign influence is wrong. Right. That's what the problem is, yes. is, is when we try and have four, you know, and, and there's been ceaseless reports of that, mm-hmm. um, that there has been foreign, um, you know, factors trying to influence the Canadian election. Right. And that is something that we're absolutely against. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, simple line, Canadians decide Canadian elections. Now, another diversionary tactic that I already see being deployed and that uh, deployment will increase as the rate gets dropped is... Um, 
making it about the person rather than uh. about the priorities. Yeah. Uh, for example, Andrew Shear's uh, statements on same-sex marriage or abortion or whatever. People try to parse his words, no matter how strongly he comes out in favor of those two yeah. things. They are going to parse the words and try to pick faults and show him as uh, an undesirable leader. How do you counter that? So I'm a big believer, obviously, like, like you said, we should look at priorities, look at policy. Mm. Um, mudslinging is usually easy when you don't have anything to look at. Mm. Uh, pointing fingers, making excuses mm. uh, is when you don't have a strong record to stand on. Mm -hmm. And you brought up the, the same-sex videos that were posted. Mm -hmm. It was posted by a minister who himself voted against <laughs> same-sex yeah. um, back 15 years ago, not yeah. Recently, this is a 15-year-old right. right. um, video, which mm -hmm. which obviously people's views have changed because it was a controversial mm -hmm. issue back then, and a lot of people's views have changed, and Definitely. our leader has been unequivocally posting and talking about this and mm -hmm. getting his message out there. Mm -hmm. But it's it's that personal level of attacks that need to stop. Mm -hmm. If we want something good in our community, mm -hmm. we have to look at policy and say what comes at the table if we elect this person. Mm -hmm. Brampton, um, you know, I've seen a lot of that already. Mm -hmm. um, and that needs to stop because, you know, it stops the next generation of politicians to, from jumping in because right. they don't want to, you know, subject themselves to that. Right. But at the same time, it doesn't do any good for the community when people are just talking amongst themselves about them. Oh, you know what? What you know? What he says, she said. You mm -hmm. know what he looks like, what they don't look like, what God they worship. That is that should be irrelevant. We're Canadians. Mm -hmm. Again, I always come back to this notion that we're Canadians. Mm -hmm. We have to embrace diversity. That is one of our strong ports, but it's not the only thing. Mm -hmm. It's our freedoms, the freedom to have different views, mm -hmm. the freedom to work as a team, the freedom to actually fight for the policies. Mm -hmm. So if we get away from that, mm -hmm. I think we're going to head down a very risky thing. And you're going to see a lot of that. It's easy to point fingers, right? Yeah. It's easy. It, it, it's very easy. I could sit here and I, I could criticize my liberal opponent all I want, yeah. but I want to talk about my vision, what I bring to the table. Right. That's, what I st that, that's, that's my personal belief. Mm -hmm. Now, multiculturalism is a double-edged sword. Yep. And I say that having, uh, you know, being a beneficiary of multiculturalism policy here in Canada. Because uh, at some point, uh, it can be divisive. It keeps people isolated within their groups, whatever the identity may be. And that will be a challenge for you to uh, convince the voters as I see it. Because Maxime Bernier has already brought up the issue. So I think it's going to be on the table. That uh, while we celebrate the diversity that is here in Canada, uh, we also want to uh, forge a common Canadian identity. But any talk of Canadian values gets branded as a racist. 100%. <laughs> right? I've seen and that. I like to talk about it because, uh, you know, being a non-white, I cannot be accused of being a racist. You'll be surprised. <laughs> I've been called a racist at the door. Because, okay. So I'm just, yeah. All right. I've seen it. <laughs> okay. So you must have reflected on that accusation. What do you think? Yeah, you know what? I think it's... Uh, Canada embraces so much mm -hmm. and it's given us so many opportunities. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you know, I'll say it again, we're Canadians. Mm -hmm. We have to work as a team. We have to integrate. Mm -hmm. Integration is, you know, people always get, you know, it's not assimilation, it's integration. Right. We, we, we respect everyone's, you know, holidays. You know, if, you know, when Diwali comes, everyone's celebrating Diwali. Right. You know, when it's Christmas, we celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. We are building each other because there's, we're taking the ignorance away. Right. There's knowledge. Right. We understand each other, what we stand for, the values. Mm -hmm. And I think we got to understand that. Mm -hmm. um, and... Yeah, because sometimes we, 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 it's easy for us to get isolated in these, uh, you know, we, you know, 
small communities that, oh, in Brampton, it's only Punjabi or South mm-hmm. Asian. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Markham, it's only Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, you know, we're all Canadians. Mm-hmm. And the more we focus on that, how, how do we work with each other? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was growing up, you know, I had friends from all communities, mm-hmm. all walks of life. Okay. Um, and, and, yeah, there's great things about it. But also, if we hold on to some of the extreme values um, sometimes, mm-hmm. um, and we hold some of our, you know, we go um, and bring those foreign uh, factors in mm-hmm. and t- and we try and create d- you know a division and hate mm-hmm. that's a problem um, but again you know so far in my campaign mm-hmm. um, we haven't seen that we've seen it everything's been pretty positive and I know Maxine Bernie is trying to play these um, you know dirty politics and try and you know mm-hmm. start this negative mm-hmm. campaign about immigration mm-hmm. and, and, and whatnot immigration is needed in our country I'm a proud son of immigrants. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need a system for it. Right. It can't be, you know, we have to have a system that's fair, orderly, compassionate, mm-hmm. um, that works. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, to those that are trying to, you know, try and create this fear mongering, mm-hmm. um, you know, I dismiss them unequivocally. Good to know. Yeah, I just uh, have a last question uh, on the same issue. You see, uh, although we saying that uh, he's raked up a thing which can we, you know, discuss till cows come home, but... Uh, Don't you think we, some way we are failing in a true multiculturalism even in uh, uh, Canada at the moment and uh, more so in the politics and uh, more so the challenge is going to come to you when uh, some of the covert uh, issues which are coming up, which are there prevalent. In fact, Darshan doesn't agree with me, mm-hmm. but I see it uh, on the this thing which is happening in our neighboring country in a big way. It is, uh, you know, any extremism is a bad, we say, for a good multiculturalism, but even the white supremacy. Yeah. and in a rural areas of and which is going to i mean affect or uh, you know positively or negatively your party and then it'll be a what is your views about uh, you know this type of uh, a lot of diverse issues well obviously you know whether it's white supremacy or not where we are against it um our leader has made that speech very very clear in his immigration policy where he said if you're a bigot if you're you know if you're you know a radical mm-hmm. a white supremacist there's the door there's no room for you in a party mm-hmm. and i think his words speak but also his action has spoken mm-hmm. if you look at the type of candidates we have recruited across the country they're from diverse backgrounds um for different walks of life we have you know one of the highest um female participation this time 115 mm-hmm. candidates have been nominated that are females uh, we have folks who are hindu sikh muslim chinese um you know various communities mm-hmm. have come together mm-hmm. um and some of the policies you'll start seeing in the future it's it's we need a system in immigration we cannot deny that mm-hmm. um you know there is an issue right now that i hear about not just from folks who are born and raised here mm-hmm. immigrants themselves who say yes. okay, that when we came there's a system we follow the queue there's mm. we paid our dues there's interviews mm. you know we we earned it yes. and now they feel like they're being neglected and the people are just being let in mm-hmm. that is a problem mm-hmm. um and the liberals will try i'm going to call them out on it openly mm-hmm. the liberals will try and brand us as racist as homophobe as as this and that mm-hmm. because they've always have done that mm-hmm. that's their go to line when they cannot defend their own record mm-hmm. again easy 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 to say one thing uh, but to preach it themselves you know look, look at the feminism argument the liberals brought in mm-hmm. Trudeau was supposed to be a biggest feminist mm-hmm. uh you know he's so called feminist mm-hmm. he pushed two of his strong female ministers out right. um you know again will there be elements of fear mongering from you know from Maxime and mm-hmm. PBC mm-hmm. yeah because they want to get you know in the headlines uh, yeah. but at the same time Canadians 
are, are, are they understand Canada. Mm-hmm. It's a you know they they've seen uh, integration. They've seen our country grow. It's built on immigration, um, and we all respect each other's freedoms. It doesn't matter where you come from. We respect each other's values. Mm-hmm. We respect each other's thoughts and opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as long as it's not hateful, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. We have to respect uh, each other, and that's what makes Canada so great. Thank you so much, Arpan. Thank you for dropping in today and uh, making a few issues clear. And as the uh, campaign rolls on, uh, hopefully we'll have more discussions. Well, I appreciate your time, both of you. It was a great having a discussion, and I look forward to being back uh, as we get into the heat of things. Wish you all the very best. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Stay tuned, folks. We'll return to some other issues also in this federal election on the other side of this break. When you listen to Ram.